fresh out the oven, it is Cinema Bums coming to you live with a special episode. Is this live? Yeah, this is actually live on air right now. Every time you click play, we have to <laughs> yeah, we're just like we record. Wade, how are you doing this evening? I'm good. I'm Wade. And how are you, Emmett? I'm good. I'm Emmett. And I'm also good because we are joined this evening by our lovely artistic director, the head Uh of our social media campaign, Uh our general friend, roommate. Social media is managed by, that's what we say in the credits. Oh, yeah. Who the social media is managed by, that would be her. Laura Bennett, please welcome. (laughs) I'm not always so sure I'm proud of the social media, but I do run it. So (laughs) It's great. It's great. What other film podcast has the memes? None. I haven't I seen any. I can't I haven't think seen of any. one. On, to be completely fair, I don't listen to any other film podcasts because <laughs> I, don't do I. The, I don't help out the competition. But <laughs> yeah, maybe our show would be a little better if we did, but we're not going to. <laughs> we're certainly not going to. <laughs> what are they talking about on those other shows? Compare and despair, baby. I don't even want to think about it. So this evening, we're all feeling a little spooky. Finally, dear listener, Bumtober is upon us. Bumtober. That's pretty good. Thank you. Now, I'm going to hand it over to Wade to explain how this actually works. It's Bumtober. It's here at last. (laughs) Our national nightmare is over. Bumtober is here. Bumtober is here. After we've spent... Countless months leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, so this is what has happened. You all, dear listeners, have sent us your series that you would like us to cover. Mm-hmm. And thank you so dearly for that. Yes, thank you. Almost 40 suggestions. Wow. And almost all of them have made it to this final list. Few had to be cut. So no offense to the ones that did. Yeah, no offense. They're just not quite in our wheelhouse. Or they might make it next year. You never mm-hmm. know. How Bumtober is going to work is that you at home will have a chance to pick a series that we will have to cover. And <laughs> yes, we will be obligated to pick whatever series wins this. So our national nightmare is far from That's over. True. Our national nightmare has begun. It's going to take place entirely on our Instagram. So you'll have to have an Instagram account. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but you can make a burner for this if you don't have one. Mm-hmm. And Good idea, too. Follow us at Cinema Bums mm-hmm. on our story, which is what happens when you click the little picture... Rather than the post, mm-hmm. I'm saying this for our um, older audience. Yes. Uh, when you click the little picture, every day. The profile w- picture. Yeah, our profile picture. There will be a poll that will have two movies fighting each other. And all you have to do is click whichever of those two you would like to see us cover. And um, every single day, there will be a new two. We'll see the winner from yesterday and then a new two movies will be pitted against each other. This will happen throughout the entire month until um, Halloween, mm-hmm. Bumaween, when <laughs> when we will reveal the winner. When will that series be uh, released? Excellent question. Uh, the series will start at the top of 2022, the start of the new year. Wow. That's because it takes us a little while, as you know, to watch the movies, to get the guests, to mm-hmm. record the episodes. And also, we have two more series through the end of the year that are already planned out. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them you'll find out about next week, which is our Halloween-themed <laughs> series. It's not the movie Halloween. Uh, and then after that, we have, well, 
a festive series, I would mm-hmm. say. A sentimental yeah. series. Yeah. Not Christmas related, not holiday related, but a sentimental, nostalgic, spending time with friends and family hmm. sort of series. Yeah. And that will take us cleanly through the end of 2021. And at the very start of the next year, we'll start whatever series is picked. So exciting. Yeah, it is very exciting. And um, yeah, and, and this will start Friday, October 1st. And to let your friends know to vote. Got to yeah. get that word out. Yeah, you got to campaign. If you have a movie or series that you really want to see, like you got to campaign and get that stuff to win because there are strong contestants all across the board. There certainly are. Is there anything else? Let's nice. announce them. Yeah, let's do it. We have 16 matches in round one. Every winner of the match will go on to round two to face a new competitor. But we're going to go through the 16 in round one. This is not necessarily the order that they will be released in. So to start off, we've got Spider-Man versus Batman. Well, Spider-Man is about a boy who gets bitten by a spider. Batman is about a boy who gets bitten by a bat. And you have to choose which one you want to (laughs) watch along. (laughs) Yeah. Alternatively, you could decide whether you're more afraid of spiders or bats and then pick the opposite. Um, that's another way to choose. That's true. A uh, third way to choose would be whether you want to watch Uncle Ben get shot three times or the Waynes get shot three times. Oh, yeah. That's another good way of thinking it, about it. <laughs> Next matchup, we've got Wes Anderson, all the films directed by Wes Anderson versus the Mamma Mia series. Uh, Wes Anderson has been a popular one mm-hmm. among our listeners. Anytime someone brings up Wes Anderson, I see a lot of likes in the comments. Ooh. Now, I have not seen any of the Mamma Mia movies. Wow, I did not know that. Laura, do you have anything to say about them? Oh, you know, they're just, they're fantastical. They're uh, joyful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're wonderful. We should probably list a few of the Wes Anderson movies. So Wes Anderson, um, such films as Rushmore, Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, Isle of Dogs. Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, Royal Tenenbaums. Yes. You get the picture. Has a new one coming out this month, I believe. Oh, yeah. Uh, the French, French Dispatch with young Timothée Chalmay, our, where's he from? Our king, whatever. He's our king no matter where he's from. And <laughs> I think he's from New York. I think he grew up in like an arts incubator. But he also speaks French. So I was like, is he, is one of his parents French? Yeah, must be. I mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he smokes cigarettes like that. He must be French. And um, now, of course, it's time for Everyday Chalamet, where we read yes, where we Timothy were... Chalamet's performance. What did we think of his performance in our Bumtober bracket? I thought it was excellent. How many movie series is he in in the Bumtober bracket? This Any? may be the only one. This I'm, I apologize. This has been a massive oversight on our part. We might have to rewrite this entire bracket. Okay. So well, you know he's, he's you know he's going to play um, the Hobgoblin in the new Spider-Man movie. So I thought we wanted this episode to be twenty minutes. You know he's going to play the baguette burglar in the Batman against Robert Pattinson. Oh my God. Him versus Robert Pattinson is a rematch I would dearly love to see after The King. All right, next matchup, Holes versus Monster House. And this is a very special matchup. It's the only two single movies that we decided to put on our bracket. But Monster House is just that good, but baby. Monster- <laughs> but Monster House, make Emmett watch Monster House. I hate Monster House. <laughs> How do you feel about Holes? 
I would so much rather watch holes. I'm tired, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. You keep digging. Is that from Monster House? Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Moving on. The Oceans films, uh, mm. most famous for Oceans 11, the original Oceans 11, the early 2000 remake with George Clooney, and Oceans 8, the all-women remake of recent years. That's going to be versus Indiana Jones. He needs no introduction. If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. It must be. Um, let me see. I've never seen any of the Oceans movies. Really? Yeah. Uh, but it would be cool for the the thing this podcast is about because there is an original one from the 60s, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And then the one with George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Well, there's three with George Clooney and Brad Pitt in uh-huh. the middle there. And then there's the one uh, with all the ladies. Yes. Uh, on the other hand, Indiana Jones would be cool because those movies are good. Yeah. And there's also a legacy sequel going on there as well. And next year, mm-hmm. our old friend James Mangold is directing Indiana Jones 5 with Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Antonio Banderas and Mads Mikkelsen. So um, if we do Indiana Jones, we'd cover that. Yeah. And we get to watch another James Mangold. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue to announce some of our movie matchups our next movie matchup i believe highly anticipated is the barbie movies versus pokemon movies Mm. a lot of fan commotion for both of these series yeah i just want to be upfront with our listeners we know the barbie is almost 40 movies long it's a lot of movies Um, we are not guaranteeing that we will watch and record 40 weeks worth of Barbie episodes. Yeah, we think that even if you think that's what you want, it's probably not actually what you want. So we will give you some of what you want, but not that many. As a fan of the Barbie movies, I am familiar with a lot of them. So I feel like I know that I do not want <laughs> all of those Barbie movies and I like them. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to pick a good selection of them. And go from there if, if Barbie makes it to the top. Yes, I hope so. We've got a, li- a little bit of listener feedback here, too, uh, from the suggestions you sent in. Mm. We've got a couple of selections. We actually missed one for Holes. So I'm going to read that now. This is for Holes, which is facing against Monster House. Our listener wrote, ridiculous enough to make sense. Because, yeah, that would never happen, which is exactly why it would. Heartwarming and hysterical. I'm tired, Grandpa, too, but damn, I'm a dig a hole. Just digging holes until you run away. That's what our listener wrote in. So thank you for that. Um, here's a here's a, a note from our friend Chandler Pennington, who I believe was on last yeah, week. Last, week got, well, last week's episode. Okay, so this was um, a submission for the Barbie film series. Uh, Chandler wrote in and said, I would very, very much love for you guys to examine the Barbie film series. Mm. I will be up front and let you know this franchise has a whopping 36 installments, but I think it would be worth it. From what I remember of the few I watched growing up, they are very good and pretty feminist. Now, this is also from a listener from a beautiful point of view piece written Mm -hmm. to us by a listener. This is a brief excerpt in defense of the Pokemon uh, submission. Cinema Bums is a podcast where Wade and Emmett watch through every single movie in popular film franchises and analyze how they change over time. Sometimes it isn't just the movies that change. Sometimes you change with them. I'm writing to formally request that the Cinema Bums cover all of the Pokemon movies for their next miniseries. With 23 released as of the writing of this email and a 24th on the way in December, 
This series would take approximately six months to complete. I would consider those six months well spent. (laughs) That is Um, a long time. That is a long time. And we're not guaranteeing we've watched all of those either. But I would love to talk about Detective Pikachu. Okay, so our next movie matchup um, is one near and dear to my heart, Shrek versus Fast and Furious. (laughs) Are you a big Fast and Furious fan? Um, no, I would not say that I am. I've only seen one. Now, dear listener, I need you to understand that this is a true case of a house divided because <laughs> Wade loves Fast and Furious and Laura loves Shrek. I just want you to consider that. I want you to consider wow. that there wow. will be, <laughs> if Fast and Furious wins, there will be no more social media posts. We're going dark. <laughs> We're going. Come on. <laughs> we're going dark. You won't see social media for cinema bums anymore. Hey I'll be- kid, you like memes? <laughs> you better vote Shrek. <laughs> well, here's what I'll say about Fast and Furious. I love those movies, and what I always tell people: people are always like, "Are they really good?" The Fast and Furious movies are like the smartest writers in the world set out to write the dumbest movies ever made. They are just like an incredible exercise in escalation. They're so fun. They are that. They're would, so funny. I would say the same about the Shrek movies. I, all I of what you said is true to the Shrek movies as well. I've That's why it's such a good matchup. That's an incredible matchup. It is an incredible matchup. I'm really curious to see what Both of them will win. Really big, buff, bald lead. <laughs> all right. I'm moving forward. Moving forward. I'm not trying to put too much bias into that one. Mm-hmm. Just know that I... I love it dearly means a lot to me, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it would crush my heart if people okay, didn't vote okay, for okay. it. Anyways, okay. the next matchup is Fifty Shades of Grey versus A Star is Born. Wow. Um, a lot of people clamoring for Fifty Shades of Grey back when we did Twilight. Apparently, um, the Venn diagram of our fans and perverts is just a circle (laughs) and a lot of people want to hear us talk about 50 shades of gray no surprises there (laughs) on Um, the other hand a star is born while perhaps uh would face some of the same problems that we saw in our bedtime story and dirty rotten scoundrels uh mini series it is also like kind of the thing that we claim to be doing here it has it's been made four different times. Yeah. So, and like each in a very different era of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting, I guess, to watch. This. I would actually kind of be really interested. I'd to be see it. way more down to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> just, I just like how does the same film look technically? You know, across four different eras. That's really interesting to me. And we talk about Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland and, and Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga and Lady Gaga. Pretty good. Okay. Okay. The final matchup I will be announcing here tonight is a big one. I'm retiring. I'm tired. It's a big one, folks. It is Lord of the Rings Mm. versus Star Wars. Can you believe? Can you believe that's on the this bracket here? Wow. Wow. I barely can. Um, yeah, you've got to look into your heart and ask yourself, are you cool or are you a dork? And we'll let you decide which is which. We will let you decide. We'll let you decide <laughs> which of those things is which. You know, two things can be true at once. Um, that is just... Next. Anything you okay? We're not. We're not, <laughs> not going to say anything about Lord about of the Rings. And Star I just Wars. I will just say that's another house divided sort of situation. <laughs> 
That is true. And and to be clear, if we do Lord of the Rings, we are doing the three Hobbit movies. Oh, true. And if we do Star Wars, we are doing the holiday special and the two Ewok movies. And all of the interstitial Star Wars movies as well. Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. Okay, next matchup. Star Trek versus Mission Impossible. My The one year I was in concert band in mm-hmm. high school, we played the Mission Impossible theme song. That's really my only opinion on either of those. It seemed like more of a fact than an opinion. <laughs> um, yeah, the two Simon Pegg series. Oh. Actually, both of these are like long-running series that are really interesting. Star Trek is obviously, time-wise, is longer running. And I think movie-wise, too, depending on which movies we do, right? Or you know what them? the connection between these is? What? That I've just put together, like an idiot. What? These are both film adaptations of TV shows from the 60s. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Huh. We did that on purpose. We, we totally, totally knew that. that. And yeah. they actually are both legacy sequels to the 60s show. Huh. Because in Mission Impossible, the main character of the TV show was not Tom Cruise, who plays Ethan Hunt. Uh-huh. It was another man. I'm sorry. I don't know his name. But he's in the film oh. as, like, the boss. Interesting. And Tom Cruise is, like, his new... Um, it's really yeah. cool. But I love Mission Impossible. It's had a lot of prolific directors over the year. John Woo, J.J. Abrams, Christopher McQuarrie, Brad Bird, and covers a lot of different eras of action filmmaking, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Uh, and I think the last one, Mission Impossible Fallout, is like best action movie since Mad Max Fury Road. Whoa. Really incredible. I actually have another opinion about mm-hmm. Star Trek, actually. Yeah. My parents met at a Halloween party, and my mom was dressed up as a character from Star Trek. That's my opinion on Star Trek. <laughs> the Daleks? Who? It's Doctor Who. My dad was dressed up as a chicken, so not related to Star Trek, but he likes Star Trek, and my mom was dressed up like a girl from Star Trek. Moving along, our next matchup is Sister Act versus the films of Taika Waititi, which include what we did, what we do in the shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People, Thor Ragnarok, and Jojo Rabbit. Mm. And I will say, Taika was our only series that was suggested twice. Oh. Totally unrelated by two separate people. It'd also be our first time talking about the MCU. And I think we have a a thing here about Sister Act. Um, Do you want to read this? Oh, sure. A listener email about Sister Act. Sister Act 1 and Mm 2. Self-explanatory. Whoopi Goldberg. Crime. Spies. Nuns. Lauren Hill. Oh, happy day. Love it. Can't get enough. And I think that's a fair argument for Sister Act. Yeah, and I will say Sister Act 2 is the best title, in my opinion, of any movie ever. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Uh, Our next matchup, the classic film fans have argued for decades about which of these two reign supreme. Truly, this is is the the matchup that everyone has been anticipating the most. On the lips of everyone's mouth. Empire Magazine has been writing about this for decades. Yeah. The Land Before Time versus the films of David Lynch. David Lynch, of course, the creator of Twin Peaks. And we talk about Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me, his mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. As well as um, Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, Blue, Blue Velvet. Velvet. Mm-hmm. The first Dune, right? Yes, the original Dune. Oh, yeah. Which would also be an interesting tie-in. Anything to say for Land Before Time? It was my favorite film series when I was like... A very young child. Before I could handle conflict and plot and all of those things. I loved these animated musicals about sweet dinosaurs. They're musicals? 
all of them except for the first one, I believe, are musicals. Whoa. That's new. I think I've only seen the first one. Yeah. I the love- first one is really good. And the rest are musicals. Uh, <laughs> the next one we've got here, Pirates of the Caribbean versus Madagascar. The One of the greatest action directors of our time, like action comedy directors of our time, Gore Verbinski, directed these whack-ass movies, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, put Johnny Depp as a pirate in everyone's mind forever. Uh, basically he has only been playing Jack Sparrow for the rest of his career afterwards. So that's kind of interesting. And they're just like loads of fun. You get to see Kira Knightley slay every single scene ever. And also I hear that Orlando Bloom is in those movies. <laughs> wow. Orlando Bloom twice in Bumtober. Wow. Timothy Chalamet only once. Now for Madagascar, I have here a selection from a listener essay that was sent in. And this is truly wonderful. We will read it all if Madagascar is picked. We can't for time reasons today. But this says, Madagascar, for obvious reasons, a cultural reset, if you will, the catalyst for the lemur phase that most cool girls went through around 2011. Don't fact check the timeline here because time isn't real. We encountered zoo animals engaging in subtle regional references to the great city of New Haven, Connecticut, which is a real treat for some people. Not for me, but I bet someone likes that. Ben Stiller disturbingly portrays himself in this live-action movie. (laughs) It's not animated. If you look closely, it all really happened, if you wanted it to. But seeing Ben Stiller in his raw, animalistic nature is pretty obnoxious. Wow. Wow. Uh, Next up, we've got a matchup that... I think it's like a, a real tough choice, all jokes aside. The Muppets, all of the films in the Muppets decades-long film series, or all of the films put out by Studio Ghibli, famous animation studio responsible for Spirited Away, Ponyo, My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Princess Mononoke, among many, many others. Uh, including my favorite, Kiki's Delivery oh. Service. Yeah. Childhood favorite of mine. And one of my favorite movies as well, Spirited Away. Is mm. So it's like so excellent. Yeah, this is a tough battle. Muppets are big right now. Yeah. Muppet nostalgia is like at an all-time high hmm. at the moment. It's interesting. It's probably because both people in our generation and our parents' generation are experiencing Muppet nostalgia for two different eras of Muppets. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of interesting. Next, next up, we've got um, the obligatory early 2000s comedy spot that's going to be look who's talking versus the meet the parents series i don't really know much about either of these series never seen either of them no i haven't either and i wouldn't like to (laughs) (laughs) meet the parents is is good i remember it being a quality series hilarious and once again it's going to be ben stiller on here twice. robert de niro and chalamet only once ben stiller twice i feel like (laughs) something is afoot why didn't you guys have night at the museum on this list anywhere that would have no been a good one. No one suggested it. We could have had listener, Ben Stiller a third time. Dear listener, if you want Ben Stiller to be our only option for <laughs> actor to talk about, you're going to have to suggest more movies next, next year. Next, next year, year, baby. Bumtober. A listener notes about the uh, Look Who's Talking series. Because you guys seem dead set on torturing yourselves, please accept my recommendation of the truly horrendous Look Who's Talking trilogy. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's quite the convincing... <laughs> 
the argument. Right. Yes, but I feel like some people do enjoy hearing us do the ones that we hate. So, right. so it that is might good. be fun for you. And those we'll, people are voting for Barbie or Pokemon. Right. So geez, next up, a matchup of two very frightening movies. Uh, for us, we've got Alien, the Alien movie series, and the Paranormal Activity movie series. There's two like kind of different takes on the horror genre for us. I like the Alien movies that I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen any of the Paranormal Activity ones, but I haven't seen all of the Alien movies. Uh, yeah, so we would do we definitely do the original four. We do Alien versus Predator, and then we do Prometheus and Covenant. Covenant yeah, the new ones. Yeah, I also like the Alien movies I've seen. I think the first one is really good. Would we do AVP two? Yeah, we do both. Okay, all right, cool. But I but we wouldn't watch the individual Predator movies. I no. Think. Um, and for our final matchup, almost the big one, the really the big one. I mean, I hate to say <laughs> it, but I do think that one of these two movies is going to make it at least into the final four. Wow. Um, I'm not going to say which of these two I think it wow. is. But the options are the Silence of the Lambs series, which is brand new it's news to me that it's more than one movie, and the Airbud Cycle. Now, Airbud, as you know, as you may guess, was part of a continuing pitch by past and future guest Patrick J. Turner Jr. to cover the Airbud franchise, which he maintains is the first cinematic universe ever put to film. I think we'd have to fact check him on that. <laughs> and I'm here for it. I'm into it. We have into actually it. a couple. Do you want to read something that. Um, Patrick has written about Airbud here. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read this whole thing. I think so. Here we go. Hello, bums. I would like to take a moment as the world's only Airbud historian to present the Airbud series of films for consideration as the next subject of discussion for your podcast. The original quintology of films follows the adventures of Buddy, the sports playing dog, and the Fram family in the small American town of Fernfield. These classic family movies are ripe for discussion and have been long overlooked by the academic film community for being unoriginal and bad. However, myself and others who grew up with these movies hold them in high regard and believe there is much to dissect about the production and the films themselves. The original series only spans five films, while the spinoff series, Air Buddies and Santa Paws, make up an extra nine films for the franchise that I would argue are also worthy of discussion. (laughs) I would like to add that these are the only other movies I've seen other than New Mutants 2020. (laughs) Well, I think everyone listening wanting to know more should check out Patrick's video essay called The Beauty of Air Bud. It is really good. It and is. <laughs> has kind of swayed me into thinking that this would be worth doing. It at least <laughs> makes me want to watch the first one. And I'm sure that someone, maybe somewhere, has done a video essay on The Silence of the Lambs. I don't know. So you could check that out, too. <laughs> um, so so I asked a question about the Santa Paws movie included. Uh-huh. This is the second response that Patrick sent. Well, what did you ask him? I think I was just like, what's the deal? Do we need to watch these? Oh, God. And he wrote this. Airbud is perhaps one of the first cinematic universes, spanning a total of 14 films from 1997 to 2013. The Santa Paws movies are the story of the titular Santa Paws, Santa's very own helper dog. They are prequels to the Santa Buddies movies, a part of the Air Buddies spin-off series, which focuses on the offspring of Airbud helping the offspring of Santa Paws to save Christmas. As you can see, Even a simple question with this series can lead down a deep rabbit hole, which I am currently (laughs) unable to return from. (laughs) 
I will warn you that should you review any of these films, the chance of them consuming your life is a very real possibility. Proceed with extreme caution. Wow. Wow. Well, you heard it there, listeners. Sounds like the continuity corner would be wild on this. I would love to get back into the continuity condo on this. (laughs) Where does that leave us? Are we... Well, that's the 16 matchups. Those will be the first 16 days of October. And after that, I'll move on to round two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to do one of these. We aren't going to do one of these specials for every round, but we'll no. check back in throughout. Yeah. And stay tuned to the Instagram at Cinema Bums, where this all will be happening. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to tell your friends. Yes. Give us a vote. follow if you don't follow us. So yeah. You can stay up to date. We'll see you on the court. Yeah. We'll see you on the Instagrams. We'll see you at the ballot box. That's right. That's right. Vote. Pokemon Go, vote for Barbie. <laughs> All right, everybody. Stay frosted. <laughs> okay, let me Bye. Cinema Bums is a production of DKG Podcasts. It is created and produced by Wade Lawrence Holloman and me, Emmett Temple. Wade also edits and mixes the podcast. Our theme music is by Zane Holloman, who you can find on Bandcamp, and our show art is by Autumn Beckner. Our social media is managed by Laura Bennett. If you like what you hear, please tell all your friends and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, the two best ways to spread the word about our work. You can also follow us on Instagram, at cinemabums, or email us at cinemabumspod at gmail.com. Don't flake on us. We'll be back next week. 